Welcome back to Lunch Logic. This is Devin. This is Luke. And today we're going to revisit a topic that we um, spoke about before, superstition. Last time we um, talked about the relationship between superstition and boredom, and we introduced this theory that superstitions are linked to boredom. Um, you know, we like as, as in we we create superstitions, especially when we're younger. Um, as a means of stimulating ourselves, of keeping ourselves occupied, giving mm-hmm. ourselves, you know, some do like uh, a task sort of to to satisfy um, for whatever reason, depending on the, the exact superstition. But today um, we're going to introduce a new theory, sort of more along the lines of the, the, the link between superstitions um, uh, and, and fear and control and um, those two you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, as, as being the 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 cause for why, you know, superstitions come about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe, Luke, you have a few good examples of, of uh, you know, some superstitions that are very much linked to fear and control. Yes. So my school has two very uh, big superstitions. And one is that if you step on one of the seals on the campus, it's, you don't get you can't get a 4.0. Yeah. And the other one is that there's like a ball statue next to this big tower in our school. And if you touch the ball, you get a 4.0. And I think those two Mm. examples represent the two very big motivations behind superstitions, which are fear and control. So, yeah, let me just elaborate. So if you think about what it if, if you really try to think about why those superstitions exist. So let's go back to the seal thing. If you step on the seal, you can't get a 4.0. Now, what is that? Why would that superstition exist? And I've thought about it for a while. And maybe it's because, you know, they don't want those seals to be ruined. Because if people Mm. are walking over those seals all the time, they're going to run out and that's going to cost some money or whatnot, (laughs) you know? So Yeah, that's a very interesting you know, sort of like big brother as take where, um, you know, we're, we're just sort of like our thoughts are, and actions are being uh, corralled by the, the will That's of right. the uh, institution. <laughs> That's right. That's I right. Never thought about it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, I mean, I just want to mention, I, I like initially hearing these superstitions, I, um, I had the perception that they were created by the students um, mm. I don't know why. Talk I, about I, that I, too. I, like, where do they come from? By who? Right. And how does it get spread? Like, you know, become popular? <laughs> yeah, no, it's so interesting that um, these superstitions are sort of like so widely accepted. And yet, you know, there's really not like you, you normally don't learn the history behind it, right? You mm-hmm. just accept it, at least for mm-hmm. a lot of people, right? That's right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you try to think about, I mean, this is just my hypothesis. I mean, it's obviously not like a a fact or anything. Um, but yeah, if you try to think about why that exists, it's because if, if, if you think about like, oh, if you, cause those seals are like, um, I mean, they're near the main campus and you just see people avoiding it all the time and it looks really like inconvenient, right? Cause you have to just walk around the seal. Um, yeah. And I was like, you know, why in the hell would students create this? I mean, that's just going to make themselves more uncomfortable. So yeah. the motivation could be to prevent those people from stepping on the seals over and over so they don't, you know, run out or whatnot. So it, it's a way of lying to people to control them. Yeah. Yeah. Great. If my hypothesis. So that's, yeah, but that's that's um just under the assumption that you know that that Berkeley uh, uh, created this superstition, right? I don't. Well, wouldn't it be more likely for the institution to have created the superstition? Because I don't think students here really care about whether the seals get ruined or not. <laughs> I mean, it's the institution no, no. that's paying the thing. Therefore, sure, from the institution perspective, sure. you want to lie to those students, right? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I definitely see the motivation there. Yeah. But it's not impossible, right, or, you know, impossible that, that the student body would, um, you know, create this this superstition because, I mean, well, uh, I, I, yeah, totally I, don't I don't I know if it's more likely. 
Sure. Um, it's more likely that there is like a, a logical uh, sort of maybe yeah. like monetary incentive to create the superstition. That's right, because the motivation but, does make sense. But that sort of, uh, um, you know, that sort of says that, you know, most of the time, maybe that that there is always some sort of logical incentive by um, a, an authoritative body you know, instating the superstition onto the masses, right? Um, as opposed to the masses, you know, putting it upon themselves, which um, I guess, I don't know, the way I, I think of superstitions, um, as I mentioned before, is like, it's 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 stuff that, that people create for themselves. It's not, you know, thrusted upon them by some, um, by some other, you know, person or, or group of people wanting to control them. Um, and, and, you know, and that can still come from a, uh, a place of, uh, or a, a need for fear or a need for control or, um, um, within a person. Right. You know, so like, like if the student body, um, you know, felt, I guess, somewhat helpless, Right. Um, when, when trying to get their their four point um, something like that, they they could, you know, just in a maybe futile attempt to gain back some control over, you know, the the harsh uh, workload or whatever. They just say, you know, well, what if if you don't, you know, walk over the seal and if you touch the, the ball, you can get a four point oh. Um, you know and like it, it's surely you know it's not a it's it's not logical at all right um unless but, it is <laughs> <laughs> unless it is sure um but um you know but it it, 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 it if you believe it it does give you uh or at least it it makes you feel like you have more control right and therefore you know there is like a value and motivation in creating it you know so i don't think it's um you know, I think I think it's valuable to to look at both sides of this. You know, so mm. if this if this institution did uh, 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 make the superstition to um, keep their upkeep costs low, <laughs> um, you know, then there's there's your there's your motivation and there's your uh, your tie into fear and control. And then you know, you also have one if the uh, student body made it right to keep their their four Um I don't know. In, in in a lot of cases, you know, which one uh it is, whether whether it's 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 the masses, you know, instating it upon themselves or some higher uh authority, you know, doing it for them. Uh -huh. Um I think there's I think both cases exist in the world, you know. Um it, uh, uh if we if we talk about um if we talk about like cults or something like that you know that it is like you know very super superstitious by nature right it, it's a uh, uh um you know these beliefs that um you know that the, that the these cult members hold right are um pretty much like like wholly determined by the cult leaders you know and a lot of times they'll have like a messiah or whatever Mm -hmm. um who who um apparently knows right from wrong um and therefore you know can write the the handbook for for how like the entire um community lives right and so that's very much an example of the uh the uh you know a higher body insanity it upon the the masses but then um i'm sure we mentioned this in, in the previous episode you know, and the cases like when you're a little child or whatever, and you're like walking down the street and there's a tree in front of you, and you're like, if I don't get to that tree in the next two seconds, I'm going to die. <laughs> you start sprinting towards that tree, you know, that you're just completely doing that for yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. So both both um, both of these, you know, uh, 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 types of superstition exist, mm -hmm. um, you know, which I think is very interesting, uh, you know, because they they can be like very similar even if their origins are different right uh -huh. um, and that's somewhat, that's somewhat scary you know like you you might not know if you're being controlled by someone else or by yourself you know oh uh -huh. 
I guess that's just the nature of belief. Right? That is true. It's interesting how we kind of impose that on ourselves as well. Like, what what are you trying to get true. out of that? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's why I, um, I kind of view superstitions as being like entirely illogical um, because most of the time when I think of superstition, I think of the type of superstition where you, you, you impose it upon yourself. Uh-huh. Um, and like in that case, it's like, yeah, what, what, what is the purpose of that? <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I guess the, the sort of like boredom and stimulation theory came about is just like, well, you know, you probably you probably just want something to do. <laughs> I mean, I like you know, how but... you gave like you gave us an example of how, you know, like when when we're studying, like you know, you also listen to music at the same time because studying isn't enough. And uh-huh. you know, just going by, like walking around the street, that's boring or that's not stimulating, and or that's not you know stimulating you enough, which is why you create sure. sorts of games. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Um, going back to the seal example, so, uh, you know, I mean, there are like all types of people. I mean, there are people who actually follow those superstitions, uh, including the seal one. Um, actually, there, I think most people follow them. Um, I don't. I just walk over the seal, and then people look at me really weird. Um, yeah, well, I mean, you know, the interesting thing, and like you mentioned, most people uh, will you know, seem to like to, to, to believe in the superstition, right? They won't walk over the seal or anything. Yeah. Um, I guess like, like the, the calculus for that, that is like, it doesn't hurt, you know, really. I mean, you lose like a few seconds out of your day, I guess. Uh-huh. Right. But <laughs> what is that compared to a 4.0, you know? And so for yeah. most people, they don't want to risk just, it. What's that? Maybe they don't want to risk it. Is that, is that right? It? Right. Yeah, it's it's just like there's and there's there's almost no downside mm-hmm. to avoiding the seal. That's you know right. What I mean, um, but for you, it's like, well, I don't believe in this stupid thing, <laughs> so I'm gonna take back my few seconds and walk over the seal, right? Yeah, but okay, so that's that's what I sort of used to think, but now I'm thinking if I can understand the motivation behind the superstition you know why it was created and the purpose is to you know preserve that seal i can i can still follow that superstition knowing that it's false right what what do you do you mean what do you mean by follow so by like acting how, how a superstitious person would act no 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 no. so no no no. i just follow the rule so i i don't step on the seal but I'm not doing sure. it because I'm afraid of not getting a 4.0. I'm just doing it because I don't. I want to preserve that seal. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I understand what you mean. Yeah, and so, so, um, you know, like, like, well, see, everybody, everybody, um, has some sort of, you know, logic behind the way they're they're acting when it comes to like, like walking over the seal or avoiding it. Right. So like for the superstitious person, it's that they want a 4.0. And it seems to be, at least to them, that if you avoid the seal, you get a 4.0. Something mm-hmm. like that, right? And then for you, um, thinking that the motivation or that that the creation of the superstition was to uh preserve the seal, uh, you know, your your logic, your your line of reasoning is that um, you know, walking over the seal would damage the seal. And so to keep the seal. Uh, to preserve the seal, you know, I'm not going to walk over it. Right? That's right. So everybody sort of has, you know, brings their own uh, perspective to this, and it all it comes down to like um, some sort of logic, um, you know, whether based on based on their um, individual belief on the on the subject, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's very interesting how influential belief the belief is on on how you act right so like even so in this particular case you know um you have different beliefs than the superstitious people and yet you act the same right Mm -hmm. um but in in a different case you know if you had different beliefs on on why the 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 superstition was there um like like i don't know maybe maybe you like, like let's just hypothetically say that you believed that um, 
the superstition was created to take time out of students' day, like for some evil, <laughs> you know, evil weirdo purpose, right? Um, then, you know, you would logically have to change your action to walking over the seal, right? Because if not, you would feed into the uh, the evil desires of the superstition's creator. Right? Mm. And so um, just, yeah, I just, I just want to highlight, you know, like how influential, like the initial belief is on the, uh, uh, the outcome, the action, right? Um, and so when it comes to like thinking about superstitions um, and, and stuff like that, you know, really the, the line blurs between what is and <laughs> what is and what isn't a superstition, you know, because, because um, for the people who believe that the uh, uh, walking over it will, will give you a 4.0, you know, there doesn't seem to be like a, um, a whole ton of logic there. They just, you know, sort of believe it. Right. And for you, um, or you think that the, uh, the school instated the superstition to stop people from walking over the the seal um, and, and damaging it. You know, I, there's there's you know a little bit of logic there, sure. But at the end of the day, you know, you don't really have like definitive evidence for it. You know, you're still just sort of it's still just a belief, right? It's not necessarily some truth that you know for sure, mm -hmm. right? And so. In, in a way, you're almost just as superstitious as, uh, you know, the people who believe that it'll give them a 4.0, right? Well, in a way that, of course, I can't have, like, a complete logical proof of it, but, uh, well, what are you trying to say? Well, I mean, just, just, um, just, I guess, you know, taking notice of the of the fact that it all comes down to belief and you know it's there's no real certainty when it comes to this stuff oh definitely not um but there, there's a but i mean wouldn't you argue that you know having that sort of belief based on some sort of like just having to think about why it exists and trying to use logic to at least hypothesize about those things is more reliable than just blind faith. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to undermine that. I think that is valuable. Sure. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, I, it, for, for, for the people who uh, do believe in the, in the superstition, they have their own, own logic to it, you know. Mm. So in their minds, they might be feeling just as as confident that their hypothesis as is correct as you are, you know. Mm. I see. But yeah, for sure. Yeah, it it uh, logic is is valuable, right? When it comes to deciding between actions, yeah. Gotcha. Um, uh, switching our topic to the next superstition that I talked about, which is. You know, touching touching this 4.0 ball, where if you touch it, you, you, yeah. you're supposed to get a 4.0. So this is, you know, it's very similar. So if you step on it, you can't get a 4.0. If you touch the ball, you get a 4.0. And I think mm -hmm. this superstition ties back to the motivation of fear um, and, and control as well, but mainly fear because, you know, um, I think if you try to think about the motivation behind that, um, I'm, and again, I'm just hypothesizing. Um, uh, I, I mean, you would argue that like humans are so, I guess, vulnerable and that they understand that they don't really have control of, or at least, I don't know about now, but at least when we first came about, we know we felt sort of powerless in a way that we have to be controlled by this reality and that we wanted to hold a little uh, uh, strong, you know, we want to tell, tell, our, tell ourselves that we have some sort of control of reality. And 
perhaps by telling yourself that, you know, if I do this, this is going to happen. Something good is going to happen. You know, that, that, that helps us, you know, at least mentally for sure. I don't, I want to talk about whether it actually works because what if that, you know, uh, the, the effect on your, uh, thinking actually makes the difference actually can actually make a difference in reality. So I want to talk about that as well. But yeah, what do you think about that superstition? Um, it's interesting how I think when, when you brought it up, you you links um, touching the ball right to with fear more than with control, right? Uh, because yeah, because like what are you? Because about the seal example, you're trying to prevent something, right? But right, I feel like I feel like that would be you know like in fear of not getting a four and also um, control because well, if my hypothesis is correct, then the institution or whoever created it is controlling the actions of masses to prevent something from happening. Sure, right, yeah, I get that. But when it comes to like the the individuals within the masses, the uh, the link to fear and control there, like you know why they follow that superstition is is um you know for the seal example um they're fearful of not getting a 4.0 which means they need to avoid uh, uh the seal right mm -hmm. it, like as the seal is something to be feared because it'll take away your 4.0 right mm -hmm. and um for the case of the the ball um the ball is um, not something to be feared. It's something to, uh, uh, um, to, I don't know the word. Um, yeah, just touch. <laughs> oh. Something to touch because it'll get you the 4.0. You know, touching the ball will give you, you know, that's, that's, that's you, uh, um, um, that's you having control, right, over your, over your grades in, in a sense because you touch the ball right yeah but con that control is i mean it's the same vote it's the same word but it's it's a different sort of control because it's not like it's not like you are being controlled by something for the right. sake of accomplishing this one project but it's your uh yeah i mean it, it's the same word but it's kind of you know means a little yeah. bit yeah different meaning yeah, yeah, yeah sure cool. So then, then what would be the, um, yeah, I think this, this might be the disconnect that I'm having with, with your interpretation. What is the, the, the motivations of the school for, um, putting, you know, putting the superstition of the, uh, uh, touching the ball will give you a four point. Well, it could be created by the masses. It could be created by the students so they can feel better at them, better, better about themselves. You know, whenever they're doing something bad, maybe they go to that ball and they touch the ball and be like, you know, oh, I touched the ball, so now I'm going to do a little better, and you feel a little yeah. better about yourself, yeah. and that actually helps you. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, hearing you say that, I guess my thought is that, um, you know, for for superstitions where the individuals feel um, fear. Um, the control is normally in the hands of some higher body, which instated the superstition, right? And so, like the school telling the students, "Don't don't walk over the seal, or else you won't get a four point uh -huh. right? um, um, So that's that's where control is with the school, and fear is with the masses. Um, and then for the case of the the ball, where now the students feel like they'll have control if they act, um, you know, in accordance with this superstition, um, then you know the 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 power over creating the superstition was also with the students. So it seems like whoever uh, uh, made the superstition did it for control, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's very interesting. Hmm. Uh, and and that also ties back to the boredom and stimulation thing, you know, like yeah, when you're a kid and you, you tell yourself you got to reach the tree in the next few seconds, blah, 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 or else you die. Um, 
you're also, you know, in some weird way, looking for control, looking for control over, um, you know, your enjoyment, right, or, or how stimulated you are um, with your, you know, life at the current moment. Uh -huh. I think that follows. Um, do, would you agree, you know, that, would you agree that, you know, the creator of the superstition creates it for some sort of, some sort of control? Yeah, and... You know, thinking about this now, we have like all these different motivations. Like, you know, the first thing was boredom. And then now we're talking about fear and then control. And they're yeah. all just sort of combined into all these superstitions, which yeah. is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, but I, I think, I do think that um, fear and control are the more uh, uh, fundamental, I guess, yeah. motivations. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like the superstitions, you know. Like, 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 you know, like the famous ones, like the people, the, the some of the things that most people believe, or a lot of people believe, like, like, you know, in this school, it would be, you know, not stepping on the seal or touching a ball. Like those things are more motivated by fear and control than boredom. Would you sure. agree? Right. Right. Yeah. Which I yeah, which I think speaks to the fact that you know they're more fundamental. Um. Now I think I think. Um, what I'd be interested in talking about now is um, superstitions that um, you know, like like what if what if we talk about um, ghosts? You know, like so so when people ask the question, "Are you superstitious?" Your first thought is like, "Oh, do you, do you mean like do I believe in ghosts or something like that?" Right. Uh -huh. So when it comes to that type of superstition um you know what is the link to to fear and control there um you know because i mean topic of of ghosts and like ancestors living on and the hauntings um um and you know all that sort of stuff is very complicated and there can be like a lot of different motivations for why somebody would want or not want ghosts to exist or, you know believe or not believe in the superstition and um act you know in accordance with their belief so you know like for example like if you if you experienced a loss of, of somebody you loved um and you wanted them to uh, uh, you, you wanted to feel like they were still a part of your life um you could say that you were superstitious and, and believed in ghosts um, because, and, and, you know, like you, you would share evidence like, oh, well, um, this one time, you know, after, after my, my grandma passed or, or something, and then, uh, just, just, just like, like say, say for example, this person and their grandma used to, um, I don't know, always like go to this one diner or something and and have lunch and that's how they um they connected with each other and then after the grandma's death you know the person um goes to the diner and um um i don't know some weird coincidence happens that you know sort of like feeds into this belief that ghosts are real you know and so them choosing to believe that that coincidence was um, a result of their grandma, you know, affecting reality as a ghost, you know, is some sort of, uh, uh, it's motivated by some need for control, some, some need for like, you know, knowing that that person still exists in some way. Right. Um, and then, but, you know, you could also um, have the opposite where, you know, some, coincidence happens that causes you harm and makes you not want to believe in in ghosts and then there could also be some there can also be cases where like you were caused harm and yet you still believe in um ghosts because of some more complicated motivational factors and it's like you know i bring this up because it's a very convoluted topic you know and it, the the concepts of fear and control get uh uh you know very hard to talk about and so i want to ask you like how do you reason that these sort of superstitions come about um you know with regards to fear and control yeah so they all have this similar 
you know, property of belief in the supernatural, like ghosts. Um, right. No, I actually want to talk about like, I mean, we've talked about supernatural stuff in lunch watching multiple times, but you know, like as a kid, I, I was so fascinated by them. Like, um, I remember when I was in third grade, I watched this movie called The Conjuring. And, you know, they have like the famous Annabelle doll. And, you know, it you know, you're you're familiar with the Annabelle doll, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I would I would think to myself, like, is this thing real? I mean, do they actually follow some sort of laws of supernatural? Um I think they're very interesting, but I think the ghost example or these other supernatural stuff, they're kind of I feel like the motivation is more it's not it's not the motivation. I feel like it was inevitable because humanity at the time, you know, didn't have enough knowledge in nature. You know, the silent science wasn't as developed. So, you know, people in the old ages probably relied more on these superstitions than we do now. Obviously, superstitions haven't gone away, but, you know, belief in the ghosts, you know, belief in and the supernatural stuff are probably caused by uh, our lack of understanding of the laws of nature. Huh. And I think it's totally reasonable because, uh, you know, like, let's say you're alone in your room and you see like, like, uh, I don't know, you see like a, I'm trying to think of an example. Let's you see like your curtain move just by itself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe that happened because of the laws of electricity and magnetism, or that happened because of wind that happened because of whatever, you know, yeah. these things can be explained. Now I don't just, uh, yeah, you get what I mean? Like this, like the lack of understanding of how the world works you know, inevitably causes the superstitions and belief in the supernatural to arise, you know, which is very interesting because now we have another motivation. So it's like boredom, fear, control, and, you know, lack of understanding, ignorance. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I, I think that, you know, that and boredom is just some sort of, uh, subcategory under the fear and control you know like like um knowledge is power you know what i mean so the more knowledge you have the more control you have and the less you know the more uh the less control you have the more fearful you are of stuff right mm -hmm. um but yeah you know i think that's a that's a very important um link that you that you bring up there you know the the tie between knowledge and um superstition uh -huh. you know and um you know when it comes to validating that um that link you know i think um the strongest evidence we have for you know that for the fact that knowledge will relinquish superstition um and knowledge can explain everything is you know just like looking to the past and um 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 you know, in in our history, I think we used to be a lot more uh, of a superstitious species. You know, we we used to believe in weird things, and uh, you know, like I don't know, there was there was like lots of you know, the, the fortune telling industry was you know it was an industry. It was <laughs> it was huge, and now it's like you know, it's like. You know, it's a fun carnival thing. <laughs> you know, it's not taken that seriously anymore. Um, at least by most people, it oh. seems. Um, and yeah, you know, you know, stuff like, um, you know, even it comes down to like the sun. You know, we we used to think that, like, like in the Greek times or whatever, we used to think that there was a god pulling um, the sun you know across the sky from, from his chariot right uh, you know like that's just that sounds outrageous to us today you know because we know that the reason the sun moves across the sky is because we're um you know the earth spins right right um so yeah I, um i think definitely as uh you know we sort of 
get more information about how everything around us is uh, uh, conducts itself and how it works, um, everything sorts of starts to become more explainable, uh -huh. you know? and, and therefore, um, superstitions, right? These these beliefs are unnecessary because we have knowledge, we have truth, you know. And what is belief when compared to truth, you know? Yeah, um, I would personally think that, um, you know, just following these superstitions without thinking is sort of detrimental. But when you say unnecessary, um, like, okay, let's say the, the, the institution, you know, the school admits that they created the superstition of not walking over the seal to preserve the seal okay let's say they admit the truth do you think the students would still avoid walking over the seal for the sake of preserving the seal um i certainly think that less would you know and it it, it, it uh, comes down to you know their values and whatever that's right right so so like for you you know you value the seal. You you think that it has a special place and it um, deserves to be preserved, right? And so, knowing that the school, um, knowing that the the school created the superstition for it to be preserved, um, you know, doesn't really change how you're going to act because you want the seal to be preserved anyways, right? That's right. Um... But if that happens, like on a mass scale, you know, will will the will the public follow, knowing that superstition doesn't exist? Will they do it for the sake of, uh, of the of the pure motivation itself, instead of doing something because of fear and because of control? Right. No. Yeah. the The entire thing completely changes because of the difference in you know the belief. Like I said before, like like the belief sort of determines the the logic behind your actions. So changing the belief, um, you know, will, will change your actions. So like, I mean, I, I guess it's a little more complicated between that uh, because, you know, even if you all have the same belief that, um, that uh, uh, walking over the, the seal will, um, you know, destroy it little by little, um, that doesn't necessarily mean that everybody will avoid walking over it because um, in their brains, you know, some people might think it's more logical to save the few seconds than to preserve the seal a little bit. And others, other people might think the opposite, um, you know, so it, it, there is, you know, a different set of, you know, underlying beliefs and values that, you know, differ between people and affect the actions. But, um, you know, when it when it comes down to it, you know, people once they have the truth, once they have um, you know true knowledge of 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 something, um, are, will likely you know act differently than if they um, just had the superstitious belief. Oh, I see. Well, Devin, do you think? Um like for example i mean again we again we have different types of superstition but do you think in general they do they work do they accomplish the the motivation behind it or like the 4.0 thing 4.0 ball thing like do you think that actually helps students get a 4.0 because i don't think i mean i i mean i personally don't think you know touching the ball would actually get you a 4.0 you know but um okay i mean if you like you can very obviously like touch the ball and not do a single homework assignment not go to any exam you definitely won't get a 4.0 <laughs> yeah well this is the thing like you touch the ball and you still try you still you still work for it you you understand that you know just because you did this oh i'm good no it's it's more of like um you know it gives you like a little boost i guess but right. it's not the entire thing. Um, right. But yeah, I, I want to talk about whether it works, whether it actually helps the public, you know, in terms of accomplishing their goals or whatnot. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I mean, 
so I, I think I like your interpretation. Like it's it's a boost, you know. It'll um temporarily, you know, make you feel like okay, you know, it's in the bag, right? It'll it'll give you, you know, a little more confidence or whatever. Um and so then it comes down to, you know, the specifics of what that person needs in that moment. You know, like if for somebody who's um like at, at, at on their on their you know at their last straw or whatever uh -huh. um, touching the ball might lift them out of um you know whatever slump they're in and and, and, and you know it might give them the hope that um, they can achieve the, the 4.0 but at the same time depending on the person um you know it could also you know just send them over the edge and be like you know i'm just gonna put all my complete faith that this ball will save me in my grades and i'm not gonna work anymore um and so it it honestly um depends on it's like it's it's very situational you know uh -huh. um overall though i guess it's more helpful to have something that'll make you feel like you have control than to not have it you know um so i guess it's having the superstition is probably overall more beneficial than not having it in terms of like the result like how it for example helps your grade right well yeah hmm Actually, I, I really don't know. I think it is I think it is very circumstantial. Yeah. Um, well, it's like I mean it's it's a bit of a confidence booster. Or it can be. That's the thing. It can be. You know, it really yeah. it just depends on how it affects the person. Right? Well, I, I think it I think it might differ based on the result that comes with the superstition. So let's say you touched a 4.0, 4 ball, you never stepped on the seals. And you actually do get a 4.0 that year. Um, maybe that that's your belief in those superstitions is is enhanced, right? Yeah. So when you do it again next year, that might genuinely help you. Interesting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now that you have some evidence, you know that it's right. Yeah. I mean, we call it evidence, but it's more of like confirmation bias right <laughs> yeah um now let's look at the um you know opposite case where you do all those things and you don't get a 4.0 would you still do that next year or would you just not care oh i saw it didn't work or would you like would you try it again <laughs> you know yeah again i think it's circumstantial you know it comes down to the person right like like I mean, I guess, yeah, you are much more uh, uh, likely, you know, like if you didn't get a 4.0 the last year, you're probably not as likely to touch the ball again as somebody who did get a 4.0. Um, but again, that's all just from the, the confirmation bias or the negation bias, I guess you would call it. Um, huh. But, uh, uh, um, you know, there still will be people who, didn't get a 4.0 last year, but touch the ball because they think it will still give them a 4.0 this year. Mm -hmm. And um yeah, I don't know. It's it's that that just says, you know, that when it comes down to this stuff, you know, it's it's all very, very much um individual, right? You know, um and 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 you know, the results are too, you know, it, it depends on, I think, I think if we're talking about it realistically, you know, it depends on your work ethic, your, your drive and, and uh, I guess your, your baseline intelligence and stuff like that. Um, you know, which, which, you know, putting that all together also determines how you view the ball, right. And, and stuff like that. So um, yeah, I don't know. Superstitions are just, a weird complicated uh, product of human nature yeah um you know i think we should also talk about whether it should whether it should go away 
Like, is it better for us and the society with or without superstitions? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like going forward in the future, as we start to gain more knowledge about the world and, you know, therefore superstitions um, become more and more logical. Uh, is it is there still value in holding superstition? I... I want to say yes, because I think the power of faith is, um, um, can be instrumental, you know, to success um, of different types. But um, at the same time, um, you know, holding these beliefs can, you know, maybe be holding us back from, um, from achieving, you know, our, our, peak, uh, I guess, performance or productivity and stuff like that. Yeah. And I don't think, I I mean, I don't think we can just categorize into this one, we can't just judge it on its surface level because, I mean, obviously there's like different types of superstitions and there are different motivations behind them. But I mean, if you look at like, you know, practical superstitions, like not stepping on the seal or you know, there's like a famous superstition where um, whenever you're uh, crossing the road or crossing rail tracks, like you have to um, briefly blow left and right uh, before you cross. You know, and if you think about, you know, why that exists, you know, it's probably so you can look left and right. And you say that you have to blow left and right uh, if you want to travel safely or whatever. But the real motivation behind that is probably for you to look left and right so you don't you know, die. <laughs> um, so, right. Well, I mean, that, that, that's, that's what would make sense. But I think, you know, there's also the other category um, of, of, you know, it just doesn't make sense. And it's just a futile attempt of having no control. You know, I don't, I just sort of view superstition as, um, um, as something that, you know, could be from a place of logic, but could also not be, you know? And, yeah. I mean, there are like actual, um, I mean, there, there are actually some very bad superstitions. And what I mean by bad, um, I I guess it's subjective, but like from my point of view, I don't understand the motivation at all. It's maybe it comes down to like the fear thing and the our desire to control reality a little more. But I guess what I'm trying to say is like, it does more harm than good because like touching a 4.0 ball, like that doesn't harm you. It's just, you're just touching the ball, you know? But there's this one superstition where, like, you know, if you want, like, uh, you know, before the 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 plane uh, departs, you know, you have to throw, like, maybe I'm getting this wrong, but you have to, like, throw coins, like, in the plane engines for the, for, I don't, I don't, it's really stupid just what? talking about it. But wow. you have to throw coins in plane engines. Okay. To, for safe travel or whatever. But you know, this this goes back to like our desire to control reality, but that does more harm than good, doesn't it? Right. I mean, what if that actually breaks the engines? What if that, I mean, it, I would argue that it's the exact opposite. I mean, that might hurt the engine and that would actually prevent you from getting on a safe travel, getting on a safe flight. Um, right. So we have the sort of, uh, sort of like unreasonable, or I, I understand the motivation but the it just does more harm than good. Yeah. 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 So then I guess the answer is um, you know, it comes down to the evaluation of whether um the superstition is innately harmful or not. If yeah. It's harmless, you know, then maybe it does more good than bad. But if it's um, you know, if it's like like detrimental um in its nature, you know, probably not worth keeping it. Yeah, and um, well, I mean, regardless of the social consequences thing, we can judge its value, at least part of it, by truth, whether whether it act, it's actually true or not, you know? Um, <laughs> I mean, I would argue that's actually the most important thing. Um, but yeah, like, it, 
we call these like i mean for practical superstitions at least like do you think they're uh, necessary lies you said necessary yeah yeah necessary um i mean i think they're natural um necessary no i think there's people who live their entire lives without believing in a single superstition um you know what i mean and so like like necessarily necessary is probably you know they, they, i don't think they're necessary but are they you know you're you're more likely to believe in some superstition than not you know so uh -huh. it, it is somewhat of a of a natural thing i guess uh-huh yeah um i mean you know we argue that you know the the logic behind logic and truth behind superstitions and you know, how they're sort of unreasonable in some way. But I find it interesting how, mm, I don't, we don't, I mean, I personally don't believe in them, but I feel like I'm sort of affected by them, at least subconsciously. Let me give you an example. So let's say hypothetically that, you know, uh, I, I, like you have to visit your family in a hospital because they're hurt really bad. Okay, let's say you just, you know, got a call that uh, uh, your mom's in a hospital because she got in a car crash, okay? And then you get inside this hospital, and then you ask the front office, you know, hey, so where's my mom? Where is she located? And 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 the and the person working there working there tells you she's on the thirteenth floor, you know. Yeah, and then you go up the thirteenth floor and think, oh man, why is it on the thirteenth floor? Yeah. You know, I mean, you might not believe in that, but I guess what I'm trying to say is like, it makes you feel kind of bad, doesn't it? Yeah. Even if you don't believe it, you know, it's, it's sort of like the thing where, you know, there's, there's almost, uh, um, so like there's, there's pretty much no harm in believing in the seal. Right. Uh -huh. And so, um, this is sort of like, the negative of that case where like not believing um not believing in the 13th floor thing is uh, uh um you know then it doesn't it's like neutral whether you're on the 13th floor or on the first or second or whatever um but then you always like have this sort of notion that you know if it is true you know then it's harmful, right? Just, just, as, just as you know. Similarly, in the case with the seal, where like, well, if it is true, then I shouldn't, you know, walk over the seal, you know. And it doesn't, like, it doesn't really hurt to not walk over the seal, you know. I just lose a few seconds, right? So, um, because of that, you know, then like, it, whether you believe or don't believe, you still sort of feel like a little bit uncomfortable going to the thirteenth floor, you know? right? Um, and this is super bad for, uh, like, I mean, like, imagine being like the owner of that hospital, the, the building of the hospital, you know, the patients might complain or not complain, but, uh, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, like, what if they purposefully avoid being on the 13th floor, you know, and yeah. that. No one wants to stay in the 13th floor because that's an unlucky number. You know, that's bad for business, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, so, so it, it actually has some, like, negative consequences. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's really hard. Like, should it should it go away? Um, uh, yeah. I mean, again, I think I think when it comes to these sort of when it comes to belief you know it's very circumstantial mm -hmm. definitely yeah um you know this conversation obviously the question of supernatural stuff and and then the motivation behind these superstitions you know they should probably remind you of one thing can you guess what it is might need a hint <laughs> isn't it kind of similar to religion yeah 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 no 100 you know like yeah when i when i talked about like the cult stuff yeah sure. 
you know, like belief in general, very tied to religion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All these questions on whether it works, why it exists, uh, will it go away? Should it go away? You know, these are all important questions as we deal, as the society deals with uh, religions. Yeah. I mean, you could, you could say uh, religion is a form of superstition. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just, I mean, we kind of give these, uh, the distinction between superstition and religion, which is very interesting because fundamentally they're very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's, let's talk about, um, let's talk about how it spreads. Let's talk about like, okay, let's say I want to create this superstition, say like, um, if you walk into my dorm and you don't clean all of my stuff, you're going to get cancer tomorrow. You know, I want to impose that superstition on my floor mates, for example. Okay. How, how would I go about spreading that superstition? Well, I think part of um, the part of the uh, the reason why some superstitions are so widespread is because they're like pretty much harmless. You know, like, like, like this superstition is not likely to gain traction because people just don't want to clean your stuff. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. People, I get that people also don't want cancer, but, you know, it's probably like the, the, uh, the immediate, you know, um, displeasure that they'll get by cleaning your stuff is, you know, it's more, um, you know, that seems worse to them than, you know, maybe having cancer in <laughs> however many years or whatever. I guess you know, they would just walk into my room in general, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but how, how would you just go about spreading a, just like a normal superstition in general? Right. Yeah, I think, I think it very much comes down to the superstition itself. Like it has to be somewhat uh, obsolete, I guess. Uh, mm. You know, like like for the seal involved, you know, it's just like you change a tiny action or you, it's, it's, you know, it's insignificant in the grand scheme, right? And therefore, you know, it's easy for a lot of people to adopt it, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I always, I've always been curious on like how these rumors or these superstitions spread, like how, um, you know how, like, um, this is just similar to how information spreads, but like, you know how we have like these slangs that come about every few years. Um, yeah, like, like, yeah, like slang words. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, like, I wonder like who started them and how does it spread so rapidly? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we well, can let's let's think about how we first started using it. Wait, can you give us an example of of some slang? Um, vibes, vibes. Okay, vibes. Okay, try to remember the time where you first used it. How did you go about? Well, how did you first hear that slang? Why did you use it? Um. See, I think what it comes down to for a lot of uh, words like like vibes or you know whatever is that it's um, I don't know maybe I'm grasping at straws here, but I feel like a lot of times when new words sort of come about, it's and um, the 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 feeling that most people get when they hear the word, see the word, speak the word, um, is, you know, aligned with the meaning of the word. You know, like like just just, you know, once you once you know a language, uh mm -hmm. you know, and you know all a lot of the words in it, you you build certain connotations, you know, for these words. And, you know, that's sort of like the derivative of how the new words come about it's from the, the the basis of connotations that you already 
um, you know, hold within your mind, um, you know, when it comes to whatever language you're um, you're using. And so the, um, you know, the, how, how it rolls off the tongue, how it sounds, how the letters look and make you feel, um, I think that all comes into play when someone, you know, tries to to create this new word that means um that means something you know uh -huh. so like i mean it's this is this is all stuff that i'm sure is being studied um and i'm sure a lot of people have hypothesized about but like for the word vibes i guess it's kind of ironic but like the vibe of the word vibes or vibe <laughs> um constituted that it should be you know v-i-b-e-s right uh -huh. that's, just, that's just my hypothesis at least uh -huh. or maybe like um like what's a formal way of saying riz um well i mean well see what's interesting is that like like Riz has many synonyms that um is all that have are also slang words. Like Riz is the same as like game, you know, or play, right? Um it's all it's all it all means sort of like the, the same thing. And yet when you when you try to talk about it or you try to like express it formally, you often have a hard time explaining it. Um, in one word you know there's not um like that a, a word that isn't a slang word you know like like if i if i try to explain riz to somebody i can't like use a word in a dictionary um you know the, to 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 explain it i'll have to like formulate a sentence and say like oh well it's you know you trying to impress or attract somebody you know through actions words whatever right um that's how I would explain Riz. Uh -huh. You can't use, you know, one other single word, which means, you know, there's sort of like this this gap, this uh, uh, this like crevice in our language where a word needed to be inserted, right? And we call that word slang because it's, you know, because it's new, because it's um, used only, you know, among the certain group of people who it's relevant for. Um, you know, which is, you know, usually like, like usually young people, right? Usually the young people will create the new stuff, right? Because the young people are the ones to identify gaps, whereas the old people will just, you know, say that this is the way it is and, you know, it's the way it's always been, whatever, stuff like that. Um, so, you know, for, for, yeah, I think, I think that's my theory is that, is that, um for slang words and um stuff like stuff like new words that are created you know they're created because there is some gap in our language um, right. that needs to be filled you know as concisely as possible meaning we need one word to express whatever um meaning you know yeah tying this back to superstition again you know it's about I don't know about the motivation, but like at least the process of it, you know, how the information spreads. Um, I think there's somewhat analogous. Uh, you know, I, it would be pretty cool. Like, you know, what if you came up with some superstition for fun and then just the public just suddenly just all starts following it? I feel like that would feel pretty weird, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, what are you getting at, though? Uh, for fun? I'm I'm like that evil guy who like <laughs> if you if you don't if you don't step if you step on the seal like I don't know just just to mess around you could do that but okay. that's kind of a dick move <laughs> yeah um but yeah um do you have anything else to say regarding like uh if if you if you have some sort of like a detrimental superstition you know yeah uh created by like some you know evil jerk yeah uh how do we prevent that from spreading um i think um 
the most valuable thing, you know, that I'd say to like to like if I could tell everybody one one thing, one piece of advice is check your beliefs, check your reason or check your results. And you know, those two should like align with each other. You know, if you touch the ball, it should give you a four point Um, you know, so if it doesn't, you know, maybe your belief is wrong, something like that. And and so you know evaluating how um how correct and how um, beneficial a superstition has been for you will you know allow you to um, um to recognize when something is worth believing in and, and when it isn't right definitely questioning the obvious yeah as always yeah